So welcome to the Northwestern game. Uh, we are here to create the safest atmosphere possible and all of It's hours before kickoff of the Husker Northwestern game. In a building near Memorial Stadium, a classroom is filled with men and women in uniform. Local and campus police, event security staff in bright orange pullovers, and a sprinkling of undercover officers dressed in Husker gear. Uh, make sure you see something, say something again. At the front of the room, authorities run through a PowerPoint on a large screen, reminding everyone of today's goal. But this is the time that we want to make sure we're stepping up our game and we are staying on pace and we're staying with what we want to do and our mission of making this a very safe place. In the crowd is Mario Scalora, University of Nebraska-Lincoln psychology professor and threat assessment expert. Dr. Scalora wants to make it clear he's just one member of a very large team. There are people who work extremely hard year-round to make sure that when we have 90,000 of our fellow Nebraskans and friends here at the stadium, that they're safe. And not just for football, but for other events. What goes on off the field to ensure safety? And what advice does Mario Scalora follow when he's on the road? That's this edition of Faculty 101. Okay, you should switch partners now. To be able to inspire young people. Here's <laughs> your finals. It's really rewarding. I love the students. Welcome to Faculty 101, life hacks and success stories from Nebraska faculty. First up, Orientation. Who is Mario Scalora? It's game day in Lincoln, Nebraska. Throngs of excited Husker fans head for the stadium. Security personnel direct fans to the correct gates, check those clear bags, and make sure everyone is following procedure. Mario Scalora hits the pavement, making several laps of the stadium. Last week at the Ohio State game, I did 38,000 steps. In his red jacket and Husker cap, Dr. Scalora looks like any other fan, but he carries a two-way radio under his jacket, and his eyes are wide open. We're looking at how our security screenings are happening and whether things are getting screened. We're checking windows of nearby buildings to make sure those are all sealed off. You see anything on Old Father open? We're also just checking for people who don't look like they're here to attend a game. He also spends time on the sidelines, making sure overzealous or angry fans don't take it out on the Huskers or the visiting team. The only hassle they should have is between those lines. We, we rarely ever have issues, but part of it is just eyeballing to see what's going on. And, and our people are all around doing their thing. Today, postdoctoral researcher Rosa Vinas and psychology graduate student Maddie Iyer join the security team. Yeah, so we're both in the targeted violence research lab. So they value the chance to work and study with Dr. Scalora. He offers very valuable experiences and awesome wisdom. He has all these applied knowledge, so he gets to see with his own eyes in events, in activities such as like these, whether threat assessment management interventions are working the way they're supposed to and how we can be better at keeping people safe every day. Dr. Scalora says he appreciates the chance to learn from his students. 
Well, part of it's good for me because they're fresh eyes and they, they have great questions and they have insights. The other piece is they are learning. This is applied work and this is behavioral assessment at its most straightforward. And they also get to meet with really great people and public safety and law enforcement and the event management staff who are really great to them and are fun people to learn from and very generous in their support. Time for office hours. Who is Mario Scalora? He's the son of Italian immigrants and one of the first in his family to graduate from high school and go on to college. Dr. Scalora's early work was with children, including victims of abuse. And I found myself getting very frustrated dealing with victims of violence and wanting to do more to try to address the things that were traumatizing these, these children, these young people. And so I decided to work more with perpetrators. He came to UNL to study forensic psychology and then joined the faculty. One day, a colleague came to him for advice. A colleague of mine said, hey, you know, we are dealing with these people who are seriously mentally ill, who are hassling public officials, and we're trying to figure out what to do with them. And we're not sure that just arresting them makes a lot of sense. Can you help us out? And at that point, threat assessment was just a starting phenomenon and learned a little about that. And I realized, figured out well, this may be an opportunity to learn as a researcher and also as a clinician. And thought, what the heck? And, you know, it was something I wouldn't have planned for. Uh, but I think proof that you, you uh, constantly listen to the door when opportunity knocks and think about what is this something that you may want to at least entertain for a while. And it ended up turning into a pretty vigorous research agenda for me for at least 20 years. Next up, lab work, a deep dive into research and creative activity. More and more, acts of targeted violence seem to be a part of daily life. But Mario Scalora says our understanding of violence has evolved over decades. You know, early on, we um, thought that much, much violence was impulsive, not you know, very emotion-based, not necessarily planned out or thought out. Um, but then there was a lot of work done 25, 30 years ago that highlighted more the instrumental nature of violence, how it, was very, how it could be very targeted, how it could be very focused, how there could be a significant amount of planning related to it. Uh, acts of, for example, stalking, terrorism, um, violence toward public officials, certain types of domestic violence are very targeted and very focused. By changing the way we think about violence, researchers like Dr. Scalora are able to study how to avoid it. On the positive side, that meant we could look at precursor to violence much more. We could see that there are warning signs and steps or things that may happen in advance that may give us signs or indications that perhaps we need to intervene to minimize that risk and mitigate that risk. It also tells us that violence is preventable. 
which is actually a very hopeful piece of this. And that we know that many people who engage in these types of acts of violence may do pretty challenging or despicable things, but they may also have problems in their own right. And if we intervene at that level, we're doing a lot not only to improve the lives of different individuals, but potentially to mitigate a public health problem, namely violence. That's why on Football Saturdays, Nebraska's security team emphasizes respect, kindness, and compassion. Go ahead. You guys go ahead. You're working. Thank you. Safety doesn't have to be ominous. It doesn't have to be in people's face. We want people to come forward to us when they see something suspicious. And if we want to encourage that, we need to behave in a pretty friendly manner. And people, if they know that people will be treated respectfully, are more likely to report something, one. Two is, frankly, the way to treat people. If you treat people with respect, you're less likely to have any drama later. And if there is a misunderstanding, generally the drama goes away. Dr. Scalora lends his expertise to the U.S. Capitol Police and helps monitor suspicious behavior at presidential inaugurations. In Nebraska, he regularly consults with schools on violence prevention and works with the state patrol on issues of statewide criminal activity. On the UNL campus, Dr. Scalora collaborates with university police. When people think about violence in education, we're often thinking about students who are troubled. And that may be an issue, and, and certainly there are things we need to do to help people who are troubled. But, you know, roughly 40% of our situations are outsiders who impact the university. And we were probably one of the first universities, not the only, but among the first, to take a very active threat assessment and strong targeted violence prevention approach to look at the array of things that impact campuses so that when some of these trends are hitting campuses, such as outside groups escalating their attention toward campuses, um, issues around stalking, for example, we were able to continue to work aggressively to, tr to mitigate these things. As director of the University of Nebraska Public Policy Center, Dr. Scalora brings university expertise to everyday challenges. We're here to look at improved public safety, look at pu quality of life, improve public engagement, helping improve educational processes. There are excellent educational centers that work here on campus. We're leveraging scientific resources and putting it out in an applied manner for the betterment of the state and region. Now it's time for a pop quiz. Random questions, life hacks, and wisdom for all of us. Dr. Scalora takes frequent calls from people in Nebraska and across the country seeking his advice and expertise. But occasionally, he finds a way to disconnect. Sometimes you just unplug or get away. I exercise. It doesn't always look that way, but I try to exercise or walk around. And uh, I find my friends and my... Um, People I care about are, are a huge piece of things that make me happy as well as my family. His life hack? I use this phrase, I vote with my feet, not with my thumbs. 
and I realize I may sound uh, sort of odd, but I find it is better sometimes to just meet with people face to face or to talk to them than to be communicating with my thumbs. Um, and I, I, I use the term vote with your feet, that you, you, know, you, you show the value in the things where you show up. Showing up is important or where you put your energy and attention. So my, for me, my life hack is reminding myself, where do I need to put my attention and where is it important for me to be engaged? Um, I think we get so used to doing multitasking all the time that we forget about the things where we need to just be present. Because of his area of research, Dr. Scalora deals with serious issues and events, but he doesn't worry about it much. He says he's generally more concerned about the possibility of a tornado than a terrorist attack. But when asked, he does have some advice. I get asked, what, what should I do when I travel? And I'll tell you what I tell my kids. Make sure your phone is always charged, fully charged. Bring a backup charging power source. Have cash in your pocket. If you get lost, there's an emergency, a crisis, a weather event, the system goes down, a power outage, you at least have some resources with you. And you, you have a means of trying to reach out and contact the world. We can't control everything that happens, but we at least give ourselves the means to be a little better prepared. And now, graduation day. Time for final thoughts. As it gets close to kickoff, Dr. Scalora slips into the area outside the stadium locker rooms where fans are gathered to watch the team take the field. It's been decades since Mario Scalora left the East Coast and discovered a new area of research and new collaborations in Nebraska. He doesn't regret his choice. It's a lot less bureaucratic here, and I think people here realize you have to figure out ways to make things happen or things don't happen. We're not plush with resources. And so I like the Nebraska way of trying to problem solve and make things happen. And I, I've always been very grateful, even though it hasn't always been easy being able to work with our partners to find ways to make things happen and figure out how to do it. We couldn't be as productive as we were without the quality of our partnerships. That's it for this edition of Faculty 101. In the show notes, we link to the Nebraska Public Policy Center and the UNL Targeted Violence Research Team. Faculty 101 is produced by the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. can either choose to be worried about something and let it paralyze you or you think about the helpers and you recognize that those people are actually making a difference.